Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, Mike Bubbins, comedian, yes. friend of the show, joined us. He was on good form. He nice talked relaxing presence, isn't he, Paul? He was. He just he calmed the whole thing down a lot. He talked NFL, rugby and football. Yeah. He was on good form. Joel Hicks, the uh, reigning champion in world gravy wrestling. Yeah. You thought I might want to get involved. Yeah, I think Paul I, I told you you'd look good in a leotard. <laughs> um, and uh, we spoke to him. Matt Ford, comedian, Forest fan, joined us as well. Gave us uh, a little bit of Donald Trump, which yeah, always goes down good, well. Wasn't he? Didn't want to talk about um, Forest, but he did anyway. Obviously, as an impression, not necessarily as a president. Um, <laughs> and we had the birthday spread. A birthday spread, Paul. Which yeah. we are. We who knows who won. It's midway at the we're moment. Midway. At That's the moment, all we're telling yeah. you. For uh, yeah. So um, it's quite a bit of a bumper one today. We hope you enjoy it. Here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon, Paul. I was, um, uh, I'll talk to you about the England game in a minute, but uh, I was on my way in today and I bought a coffee. I was buying a coffee for myself. Yeah. And uh, the person next to me, after me, said, Oh, I'll have a coffee, please. Um, do you do NHS uh, discount? Mm. And I was like, I'll buy that for you. That's a nice person. That's a nice person, aren't I, Paul? Yeah. I'll buy that for you. They went, yeah, great stuff. Got that thing. He went, oh, I've only just started today on reception. And I was like, mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, look, receptionists still, <laughs> still. So I mean, there, look, so you you look, did Paul. this, you did this because you see, you had an image <laughs> yeah. of this person as frontline you know, during the, one of the most difficult line, periods in the NHS. A nurse on a, history. you know, getting a coffee to go into a twelfth hour of, yeah, you know, or his twelfth hour. Yeah, he was a bloke, and I was like, ah. Oh, but I mean, look, they do a great job, the receptionists. Yeah. But first day they, on reception, they do a great job. The rece- <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. It's not the reception. It's the first day. It's the first day. So thing, I just did feel like I'd got that a bit yeah. wrong. I used to work for a company, a magazine publishers, and the editor of one of the magazines, um, they had this drum kit from, I can't remember the band was, it might have been Metallica, but it was oh, a lovely right. win their kit. Yeah. And the editor wanted it to go to a good home. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and they found they found a good home for it, they oh, felt, right. with this guy. And he kind of knew this part of the world where the bloke lived. He said, it's a bit of a rundown sort of area, that. He said, this is somebody who really benefit from a kit. Yeah, it really could be a life changer it, yeah. for them. So when they phoned the bloke up, he said, hello. He said, you won this competition. Oh, great, yeah. Um, he said, well, I, can you come down and pick it up? Well, I, okay, I might fly down with my dad in, in his oh, company helicopter. Oh, I'd all gone pear-shaped. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, we've got uh, Henley next week. Yeah, but uh, he wanted it. <laughs> could he wanted, come down there. He wanted it in the hands of... Uh, yeah. So, look, it can backfire on you sometimes. Exactly. Charlie, there we are. It's just trying to be nice, Paul. And, you know, it's, not, it's, it's a nice it's, thing to it's do, It's still a nice it? thing to do. Let me you know. get that. It's lovely. <laughs> 
That's there a we lovely are. Thing. Um, I'm disappointed. I'm, I'm disappointed. I like the that fact you get the NHS discount before you even start the job. Exactly. Get That's great. As soon it. as they tell you, you you've get got the, badge. the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did ask for a talk sport discount, but they put more money on. They do. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, that's right. A um, couple of things I want to get people go. Oh, first, yeah. England. Oh, yeah, when England. you're sitting there saying 4 nil, 5 nil. I know, but we could have done that. It well, annoys we, me. No, we, we need more confidence, I don't think we created four clear-cut chances. It, did, it wasn't... Last... I know, but last night, if we, if we lost, we lost, right? They should have just absolutely gone for it in Poland last night. And when we're 1-0 up, good goal. I'd love Chesney to see you today saying, how can Southgate be so gung-ho? <laughs> he lost 3-0. He didn't need to do that. I he only say needed that. a draw. You just need more confidence yeah. in this team. Captain Hines, we're, we're really, mate. really good. No. Just need more confidence, especially at 1-0 up. No subs is just weird behaviour. Well, look, we are going to come in, on... In there. this day and age, no, bringing no subs on hmm. is r- just odd behaviour. Well, he was about to when they scored. Wow. But anyway, we will be chatting to Henry Winter about that very shortly. He's, I mean, I think most people feel that, you know, the game management wasn't quite up to it and it yeah. fits into the narrative around Gareth Southgate that he can sit on his hands. Some people believe... I'm not being negative about Southgate. I think he's done an amazing job. Yeah. I think he's a brilliant manager. I just found that last night so frustrating. Hmm. Confidence. Confidence. Now, we want to get you going on a couple of things this afternoon, and thank you for everything. You're always sending some very good stuff yeah. to us, so we do appreciate it. But um, this was Deontay Wilder. We're going to be chatting about his fight with Tyson Fury. We're going to bring you that uh, next month on Talk Sport Live and Exclusive. Um, he's been talking about uh, being the... He's got five kids, I think, two daughters. And... Uh, <laughs> And I think somebody interviewed him and said, you know, what are you going to be like as a dad of daughters when they oh, start yeah. bringing boys home? He said, well, I've given that some thought. He said, I've said to them that you can go out with these boys, but I've got to meet them. And he said, I'm going to want to know that they can protect you. Oh. So I want to spar three rounds with them. <laughs> I think he's joking. <laughs> you know. But imagine that. Imagine that. Like going there, like yeah. going out with Deontay's daughter and come and meet, come and meet my dad. And you go in there and he says, OK, the ring's set up. <laughs> I'm in a bad mood today. I mean, right, yeah. yeah. This is my dad. Oh, great. What about Thanks that? So yeah. I think it's quite a sexist, old-fashioned viewpoint, Paul, that you have to look after girls more than you have to look after boys when they're dating. Have yeah. you seen the size of girls these days? <laughs> I'm not sure that's helping. <laughs> You've seen them, Paul. They're absolutely massive they're now, They're very kids. tall, aren't they? They're very no. tall. Yeah, kids are very kids tall. Are, and girls get yeah. really tall really quickly. Well, it's, it's a take I've not heard, uh, <laughs> Charlie. So I'm going to be looking before. after my boy. I think, who's this? Turning yeah. up. <laughs> so, um, let's... let's <laughs> class act. Let's hear from you this afternoon about those first date dads. It could be just meet the parents. We yeah, don't mind. We'll open it up. Meet the parents, either but way. on either side, you know, you, you think, oh, what's, what are they going to be like? And then you... Uh, it didn't go particularly well. That would be useful. But first date dads uh, in the Deontay Wilder style, he might be quite nice. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J. And I was quite troubled to see this story as well. Cops told off uh, a mum, I won't go into detail, spare all that, told off a mum after her kids chalked hopscotch marks on a pavement in Milton Keynes. Oh, come on. Now, when I was a kid, I mean, yeah. you, you, you couldn't walk down a street without uh, somebody. I mean, look, it's, I'm not being sexist. Times no. It was predominantly a girls' no, game. It was. Hopscotch. It, it just was. We didn't get together. There wasn't gangs of boys hanging around the street playing hopscotch. It was predominantly a very young girls' game. Yeah. But the, the chalked-out hopscotch markings were... Oh, they were, know, yeah. were everywhere. Or cricket stumps. People would chalk out or elastics, Paul. I'm sure yeah. you were good at elastics. What's elastics, Charlie? When you have two people with elastic around their legs yeah. and, they, and they jump in and out the elastic and oh, okay. twist themselves up well, in the elastic. Brought up in Brooklyn or <laughs> <laughs> Paynton. That was, that, was, that was big. 
That was big at school. Pasty boys go round uh, the outside. Yeah. <laughs> Who's got the elastic? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, John's got some elastic. Yeah. So we, we just wondered uh, some of these great lost games. I mean, yeah. clearly the only people now who chalk put chalk on the floor are people that are marking up to sort of dig up the road yeah do you know the guys come along they mark it up and they you know they're yeah. sort of surveyors but I wonder if they have a game of hopscotch now and again <laughs> as they've got as they've got the chalk out time on their hands but they're Kirby like, Kirby was good wasn't it Paul you, you ever play Kirby and what, you, mean, standing opposite Merseyside <laughs> I'm sure you've played Kirby before they've got a comedy club there haven't they stand opposite people on the curb and you have to bounce the ball oh off yeah it. Oh, Kirby yeah, yeah Kirby that's yeah, Kirby yeah. yeah that's a good one the so, yeah, we'll just go some of the great lost games then. Charlie's got a hundred of them, really. He was never indoors. <laughs> Mum wouldn't uh, let him in. Played them all alone. Climbed through the window at three <laughs> o'clock in the morning to get back in. So do let us know. And uh, you used to see people walk along the road like, on their way to work, or the milky, the old milkman, he'd suddenly, if you saw a hopscotch, if you saw a hopscotch marked <laughs> yeah, out, people would do it. They'd start doing the do jumps. It. it would be difficult. If you see mm. it there, you just... Anyway, let us know. It's, it's a great yeah. shame that police are telling people off for doing it. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Now the NFL returns. Fantastic. Uh, in the early hours of uh, tomorrow morning. And um, here to preview it, amongst other things, is a comedian, podcaster. Yeah, singer. Actor, singer. Is there anything he can do? Well, <laughs> Mike Bubbins <laughs> joins us once again. Good afternoon, Mike. Hi, Paul. Hi, Charlie. Hi, uh, you, we often talk rugby or a bit of football with you, Mike, certainly when we, we, do, we, we, do. we come along to uh, Cardiff. But um, you mm. love your, your American sports, especially the NFL. NFL fans is 83, Paul. Yeah, massive. I got my Sunday night club ready, the boys. Mm. I'm every Sunday night watching football, two, two games live. Uh, but I'll be watching it tonight, of course. For, what, kick off tonight. What got you into it, Mike? What, what, what was the catalyst for it then? Channel 4, Nicky Horn. Uh, a bit of Bonnie Tyler, uh, a bit of razzmatazz, tight trousers, perfect. I mean, uh, yeah, I just loved it from the first time I saw it. I was 11 years of age, thought, this is me. And football at the time was like quite dour, big muddy pitches. Rugby was quite dour. And then suddenly this came along and I thought, hello. Been a love with it ever since. Yeah. When Mike says this Sunday night club as well, Paul, he's got a pub in his garden. Mm. He's got the most brilliant yeah. pub in his garden. Yeah. Wow, he has all his, all his mates around. Yeah. And they yeah. all sit there they drinking on, on Mike's expense. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And, and watching, the, watching the football. It looks a fantastic night out. I've never been invited, Paul. But oh, okay. you, are, <laughs> <laughs> you have, actually, Charlie. You were invited after a preview gig. You did at the Cutter Art Centre. Yeah. And you said, thanks, mate, but I've got to shoot home. Yeah, got to oh, shoot home. there exactly. we are. Now, uh, yeah. maybe we should get on to the football because um, it, we're in for an interesting interesting season the crowds uh, are back in earnest aren't they for the full season which is g- good yeah, news yeah. there's even a couple of new stadiums that, that fans have not been in uh, and um, I mean who are you fancying when you look at the form of the teams are you, you going for uh, well, going I'm for Tampa huge, Bay again well I'm a huge Green Bay fan anyway mm-hmm. uh, and I do think in the power rankings they're, they're, a, they're a hot tip again to win the division and, uh, and to go I always think they're going to go all the way so I think they could go all the way this year Um Tampa, good. I think there'll be a couple of uh, dark horses. I think Dallas will do all right, actually. Um, yeah, there's, I think Buffalo might do better than people think. It's exciting. I mean, the, the way that it's done, because of, the, because of the draft and because of the salary cap, then you know that you, you can support somebody, and mm. with a few exceptions, within a year or two, you, you're going to be in contention, which is nice. So yeah. that's, that's, I mean, one of the off-season yeah, yeah. soap operas has been around Green Bay, and Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback, would he stay, wouldn't he stay, wasn't happy with some of the things that were going on. Now... Uh, now him and uh, Devante Adams, uh, the receiver, are yeah. sending out tweets like last dance uh, tweets from Scotty Pippen and Michael Jordan and 
So they're saying this could be the last year. Because the interesting thing is, though, that people may not realise, although we talked to Tom mm. Macklin about it, is that in the yeah. uh, in the off season, Aaron Rodgers has been uh, presenting Jeopardy, it, uh, <laughs> a popular game show, and he might yeah. get the gig full time because it's just become available. It's a bit like, say, Jordan Henderson taking over from Bradley Walsh on the chase, isn't it? <laughs> full time while he's still playing for Liverpool. It's a weird yeah. thing. I can't do or blankety blanky, big. I mean, blankety blanky. Yeah, blankety blank. Be good. Be great. I'd love to see. Either. But it is quite strange. It's not like an ex-sports star doing a quiz. That happens. But a current one, a current top-level sportsman uh, or sportswoman yeah. doing a quiz show. He's a very shrewd blogger, but he's 30, he's pushing 40. Mm. Um, he's had a fantastic stellar career. He thinks, he feels he's been let down a bit by the front by the front office and by the way they drafted and stuff. So I can see where he's coming from. I'm a big Green Bay fan, but I think if you imagine when he, he was expecting them to take a, a receiver to help him out a couple of years ago, and they took without, with apparently without consulting him, they took a quarterback in the first round. Mm-hmm. That didn't go down particularly well. You know, if, if you had like if you had a uh, Ronaldo and you, and you signed Messi without telling him, yeah, you, know, you might want to broach that subject with him first. So yeah, there's there's been a bit of bad blood, blood since then, but we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, a huge rugby it's all fan. agents, mate. It's all agents. Yeah, exactly. Before we leave that, Sorry, just yeah. a couple of things. Um, some of the some of the draft picks everybody's talking about. The lad Trevor Lawrence at Jacksonville. He he was yep. uh, and Zach Wilson at, at the Jets as well. So there's always a yep. lot of excitement about how the, these newbies are going to do. The other interesting story is uh, Patriots, isn't it? Everybody's starting to talk about them again. They've they've got a rookie uh, quarterback in. They got rid of Cam Newton. They cut. Yeah, him, just so. let Newton go. That was big yeah. news, actually. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I, I mean they will. They'll always be. They'll always come good. I mean, don't write those off. Um, but of course, Tom Brady. I mean, when he left, everybody thinks he's a write-off. Goes to Tampa Bay, and what does he do? He does what Tom does and wins a Super Bowl. So yeah, what, what a I, I love it. Oh, he's and yeah. Even though I'm, I'm a big Packers fan, you cannot deny how great Tom Brady is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Should we catch? Should we move on to a bit of rugby? Yeah, a, rugby. A, a new Bubs version of the game. Bubs is a huge international rugby fan. I know that. I don't know how much he follows the club game, but they're proposing the Rugby Twelves tournament yeah. in a, in a oh. bit to chase that cricket twenty twenty pound or the, the hundred pounds. A, a, a lukewarm luke receive, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. What do you think, Mike? I think it's an absolute. Oh, it's just such a bad idea. I mean, I mean, the, the, the problem with rugby is it's it's played by you know fit athletes um, and is is managed by absolute donkeys. The people at the top level of, of world rugby, especially, but the unions as well, each of the regions, who all they really care about is their free seat, their you know their three course lunches, their jollies, their their money, their free cars. I mean, I despair. Twelve aside, rugby and a mm. friend. That what they've seen is that the hundred's done quite well. They think we'll have a bit of that. You know, they, they don't care about the fact that the you know Pacific Islands are, are in disarray. That rugby's not being funded properly at schools level and mm. junior level. Let, let's try something new. Let's let's give this a whirl. This this seems like a, I think it's an absolutely awful idea. Yeah, there we go. Where are they going to fit it in? Where are they? I mean, the thing well, is, is, the, the thing. players so are playing play, anyways, and they can't the play. Players the players are flogged yeah. as it is, and where are they going to fit it in? The in August mm-hmm. as, a, as a sort of round robin, then a playoff, which would mean you'd have no, you'd have no off season. You'd have a couple of weeks in July. Mm-hmm. In, in a really brutal yeah. contact sport with two weeks off a year, you can't do it. It's not doable. When it'd be when an auction, there's all the there's yeah. all the t- talk about concussion in rugby and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So they need that. Well, rest the players as well. are knackered, and the quality goes down across the board. And the idea that you do it like the IPL and you'll bring in the world's best players—they've yeah. all got to be released by their clubs at that exactly. time. I've heard a few people suggesting it, it's a non-starter, but they've put it out there, they've floated it, so they're obviously serious about it. They've got a lot of money backing them. so They've tinkered with it and they've tinkered with it before and, and they'll keep tinkering with it. You know, I think Sevens is good now. I think that they've sort of seen mm. the World Series of Sevens I quite like. 
Um, thankfully, the women's games and, and the disabled rugby is getting a bit more coverage now than it used to. But this thing now, this 12 side nonsense, the, the only good side of it is, from what I've read of it, is like the 100, there will be a women's competition running mm. parallel to it. There will be the same prize money. So that's good. Um, I think the best thing about the cricket 100 was that women's cricket was finally on TV, getting decent crowds in and stuff. So I like that side of it. But I mean, it just looks like a non-starter for me. Yeah. I'm a purist. I'm a purist. You are, yeah. <laughs> just on the football very quickly, last night Wales had a really good chance to, uh, to oh. kind of build on what they did at the weekend with that late winner against Belarus. Yeah. And then the, the young, 18, 19-year-old Arsenal goalkeeper, yeah, uh, Hine, he had a very good Hine. game. Kept him out, didn't he? He played very well. We had a lot of chance, but just couldn't finish yesterday. And it just shows, it, it was it always is with football, and it, fine margins. But when Bale is just off a little bit, we're a completely different team. So he had, mm-hmm. he had a few chances, which he created, you know, I think Guns put him into position a few times and uh, uh, Danny played well. But I mean, just really disappointing. Against Estonia, I'm not knocking the Estonian lads, but they've averaged losing 5 mm. you know, they lost, They've lost 6 nil this tournament. So it, to not score against them at home was very disappointing. And now I think we're, we're, we're up against it now to qualify. Third in, yeah, it could have been could have put extra points on the Czech Republic. That was a bit yeah. of a blow, wasn't it, really? Not always, been, not always been a big football fan, have you, Mike? It's been in the last few no. years that that's come, come through in you, isn't it? And I don't know if that's you hanging around with Ellis James too much and, and, now, you do, <laughs> and now you do the podcast with Ellis James, the socially distant sports bar, which is, I'm going to yeah. say, a surprise hit, knowing the two of you. <laughs> I'd say surprise smash it. But I, mean, yeah. it's, 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 I agree with the surprise bit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So Tell me, us about it. A, so just me, Ellis, and a, a friend of us called Steph Guerrero, who's a sports journalist, who got together right at the start of lockdown to uh, originally to talk about a roundup of the week's sport. Then there was no sport, so we just started watching old clips and documentaries and reading books and talking about it, and just spiraled into three blokes in a sort of virtual pub talking about sport and everything else. So I think the first podcast was 56 minutes long and the last one which I think was number 75 was 3 hours and 10 minutes <laughs> that sounds too long <laughs> That's and long. the sports the sports content hasn't changed so I mean fantastic there is an edit button you know <laughs> <laughs> well the live records take about 6 hours the we, have to, we have to schedule like school breaks in between to pick the kids up and stuff and, and, you, and we spoke about this on Monday and, and uh, yeah. telling you, you guys are going on tour with the podcast yeah, first one. We're going on tour starting a week Saturday. So we're in we're in Hackney Empire, Saturday, Sunday. Then mm. we're all over the country. So uh, Salford and Newcastle and Belfast and Edinburgh and Cardiff and Birmingham. And yeah, I can't, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I mean, one of the things you've done as part it's of the podcast is got lots of merch, haven't you? Purple and yellow is your colour. Well, they've got those Admiral yeah, shirts. Some Admiral sorry. shirts. And I see you've done, some, nice those. you've done your own cowboy boots as well. <laughs> yeah, I've done I've them. Seen seen them Less and purple. Yeah, they're not, they're not for uh, public purchase but oh. the other stuff so the admiral boys got, got in touch with us we covered their documentary called get shirty about admiral kit and yeah the sort of replica kit thing and then uh, yeah they they offered to make us home home and away distant pod shirts lovely um, and they think they sold out in like an hour and a half which was great fantastic, fantastic. Well, i'm Basically absolutely me. thrilled for you so people should, people should come and see it. that's the thing there's no reason not to if you, if you if you've got disability then those places are accessible if you unless you've got like a couple of weeks to live even even then, I mean, you've got a couple of weeks make make the most of it. You know, yes. why not have a laugh last couple of weeks? That's why I put that why on not? the poster. That's why, yeah. That. <laughs> Tickets, of course, at distantpod.com. So Indeed. thanks for letting me plug that. But, That's um, a pleasure. Brilliant, Bubs. Yeah, well, look, thanks for coming on. Now, you, you, were you going to be watching in the early hours? Is it only Sundays you do, or will you be watching at No, no, I always do the kickoff. I'll be watching the, the Buccaneers this morning, one twenty a.m. I'll be in the bar, like a sad case on my own. Um, 
Unless you want to come down, you two are welcome, of course. Oh, maybe we do it. Straight after the show, we drive down. We'll run that past the gaffers. See see how they take the news. Free bar. Come on. Free bar. Cheers, Mike. All the the best. Cheers, boys. Take care. There we are. Mike Bubbins here. Um, Yeah, and uh, we'll be chatting to Tom Acklin about the first game of the NFL season, I'm sure. Uh, Tomorrow afternoon, we're talking gravy wrestling in a moment. Fantastic. It's been a a tough time as it has been for all sports, and gravy wrestling, you know, is not exempt from that. No. But there is some good news on the horizon. There's been Um, a slight complaint about it, how we're spending more time uh, talking about mud wrestling than uh, Emma Adekanu and the US Open. We did do a big section on that yesterday. We did do a big section on Emma Adekanu. A big preview on Emma Adekanu. And I don't know much more we can say. There's not a lot more we can say than well done. It was was brilliant. I watched it when I got home. She was after a slow start, which seems to be her thing. She was sensational. Exactly. But we are a broad church and we will also cover gravy wrestling. We have to because it doesn't get the coverage it deserves. And um, Minority sport, Paul. We will be um, we will be well I mean I'm sure you'll be talking about it on Saturday she plays again on Saturday so oh, you'll yeah. be here well I've been talking about her for weeks and weeks she's excellent absolutely excellent have you been I've not heard you two weeks I've been pitching to get what her on this were? show Paul yesterday was the not first like time you. I heard you mention not her like, name not like you just <laughs> glory hunter imagine that you come in in your visor and your red Nike outfit having us all on mate anyway I'm sorry it is gravy wrestling next yes the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Deontay Wilder will be chatting about a little bit uh, later on. Um, he says he, it'll be a scary first date. Dad insisting on three <laughs> rounds of any prospective boyfriend of his two daughters. John Mortar. Good afternoon, John. Says as a Spurs fan in East Sussex, I grew up in a town where you were either Spurs or West Ham. Uh, as a Spurs fan in our area... Uh, we hated West Ham more than Arsenal. Years later, I went on a first date with a lovely girl who turned out to be the daughter of an 80s West Ham keeper. Oh, that was never going to last, John, was it? Les Seeley? I, well, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, no idea. We, we'd just be guessing. Uh, talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J to get in touch this afternoon uh, on that and also on those great lost um, street games. Oh, We'd yeah. like to find out a bit more about those um, because somebody has just been ticked off by the police for allowing their kids to draw out a hopscotch um, marking, you know what I mean? Seems a shame, pitch. doesn't it? Seem, yeah. a, a pitch? Is it what court? You call a court? I don't know what you call the, the area in which you play hopscotch. I'm going court. Anyway, let's turn then to gravy wrestling yes, momentarily. And, More serious um, matters. Uh, the, the reigning champion, who he hasn't had a chance to defend his title since 2018, because of course one of the um, victims of the Pandemic would have been any event in which you 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 know you can't socially distance in the world of gravy wrestling. You can't do it. It's a pointless sport if you do. He's a five-time winner of the uh, title. Joel Hicks. Good afternoon, Joel. Hey, gents. How we doing? Good. good, Thank you. you, It must be gutting for you not get back out there and possibly make it six, seven, and eight these last (laughs) these last few years. Yeah, absolutely. It's been. we were hoping that we'd get the, the event going and, and everything, but it's just been too close to that sort of COVID cutoff. And unfortunately, again, we've had to miss out this year. I see in the worldgravywrestling.com website, though, you are trumpeting the fact that 2022, barring any setbacks, it's back. Yeah, hope, hopefully so. I mean, the, the championships are uh, a really good, good event to take part in. Uh, we raise a lot of money for East Lancashire Hospice and other charities and we get people from all over the world coming to compete. And so hopefully next year we can make it bigger than better than ever, really. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, 
when you wrestle in the gravy, is it like tennis? Mm. You know, they play on grass or hard court yeah. or whatever. Is the is the consistency of gravy, does that change? So you might do just like your... Do you have thick gravy you wrestlers? You might do Brista, Bisto, yeah. so Eric, Bristow. Eric Bristow. Uh, yeah, We're not Eric, going... No, we're, not, get, we're not doing Alex <laughs> Stock. <laughs> we're not doing mistake. Alex Oxo Chamberlain. <laughs> we're not doing the late, great Eric Bisto. We're not doing any of them. Every time it's all about Alex gravy wrestling, Oxo that's Chamberlain. all we get. That's all we get. Uh, yeah. I, that was a mistake. I'm, and, you know, I was going to say, and then they were like a nice red wine jus. Do they get in a different, yeah. different level? That's a very middle-class version of gravy wrestling, isn't it? go on. Yeah, it does tend to change from year to year in terms mm. of the consistency. Uh, the temperature of the gravy can, can vary. Uh, one year, one memorable year, they had an onion-based gravy, which seemed like a good idea at the time, oh. until people got it in their eyes, and oh, uh, no one yeah. could really see what they were doing. But um, <laughs> it, um, it added to the, the hilarity of the event, really. So, um, But yeah, it does tend to change a bit, and... Uh, it's not the um, you find it in in orifices for for several weeks. After <laughs> quite hard. I'd be enjoying your late lunch, everybody. <laughs> Bits of onion. Yeah. The uh, who wrestles in onion gravy? That oh, was man. Yeah. Who ever thought of that? I hope they got sacked. That's a ridiculous I, I, idea. It, it was a little bit, and, and we obviously we hold, we hold it on the August Bank Holiday, and so mm. often the weather can be quite nice and uh, tend to attract attract the bees and the wasps quite a bit as well. <laughs> so. It, if, oh. if you don't get if you don't get caught in the gravy ring, you get it outside by the uh, mm. by being stung to death. So, so it's, um, yeah. there's <laughs> plenty of hazards there. It's uh, what are the rules? What are the rules? Do you have to well, hold people I, down under the gravy, or what is it? Yeah, I mean there are there are certain points awarded for sort of takedowns and holds, but mm. it's it's more about um, crowd reaction, humour, um, okay. your costume, um, and just generally. Not taking yourself too serious when you're in there. Not that you you, you really could take yourself serious. <laughs> when you're wrestling gravy. in gravy, it's quite hard yeah, exactly. to have your game exactly. face on. Yeah, exactly that. Um, mm. And you know, if anyone does take it too seriously, they don't tend to last very long in the competition. Or we we send in some of the bigger lads. So yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just it's it just basically it's people getting together, having a good crack, uh, making a fool of themselves, and and raising money for for, for much needed charities. What's your costume, John? Finally, what do you tend mm. to wear? Well, I, I tend to go as a different persona every year. So I've been, uh, I first won it as a Stone Cold Steve Bisto. <laughs> I've been uh, the Macho Man Randy Sausage. Ah, oh, perfect. Uh, I was uh, Mo Fahrenheit one year uh, <laughs> during the Olympics. Uh, it just tends to, to change every time. I've also gone as a woman. Uh, Ooh, and I entered, oh, into nice. the, uh, I entered into the female competition, uh, but was unfortunately disqualified in the first round. Apparently, having meat and two veg in the gravy wasn't oh, allowed. So, oh, come on, much. this is we're getting we're, we're going into some we're straying into some areas. <laughs> I thought the onions were pushing it a bit. Okay, well, lo- lovely to t- speak to you, Joel. Is it all takes place in the uh, Rosen Bowl in Stacksteads in Rossendale in Lancashire every year, doesn't it? That's that's right, that's right. And they, they, they do a grand job every year, and you know, credit deserves to goes to all the organisers that sort it out because they're the guys that uh, make the the event what it is. So, yeah. yeah. We look forward to seeing you Brilliant. defend your crown next year. Um, uh, fingers crossed, gents. Thank you, Joel. Thanks very much. Yes, Joel Hicks there, world gravy wrestling champion, uh, no less than five times. Yeah, it should take place in a massive boat, shouldn't it? A big gravy yeah, a big, 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 boat. But could you say it have to be a see-through boat, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. It'd be a see-through boat. You have to you know. slide in. Both slide in and then the, yeah. the, the let battle commence. It's a good costume would be like pie. Be go, one of you go as a pie. I could see you in it, Charlie. The other why one go as mash. Why don't you enter? mash, finally. Why don't you enter next year? Maybe I will. Here comes peas. Maybe I'll go up there and I'll take Joel's crown off. 
off him yeah, next I think, year. I think you'd be good. You've got the yeah. look of a wrestler. I can see you in a leotard. <laughs> I think you'd look good You've in a leotard. You've probably seen me in Very a leotard. Very few people can carry off a leotard. Uh, well, a man yeah, of your age, but I think, little... I think you could. We'll have a go at it next year. Send me up there. Okay, we will do. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. We've been asking you about different games. Uh, a a mum was told off by police for letting her kids chalk out hopscotch markings on the pavement, which when I was a kid was every 10 yards you had the hopscotch yeah, markings. All, all it's a, long, it? It's chalk, it rains, it goes. I mean, they're not unless they did it with paint. Yeah. Uh, which I doubt they did. It That's was chalk. Proper line marking. Can't down there, quite see. Yellow lines paint. What the issue is, um, you've been telling us something about the great lost games. One you all seem to love is Pom Pom 1, 2, 3. Oh, Come of you Pom-pom got in touch. West Sussex Toffee. Um, I think it was. Who was the other one he liked? They didn't put their name on it. Yeah, it had different regional names. He said it was where someone guarded the lamppost. Everyone hid. Yeah. And the guard had to find them before they made it back to the lamppost. Pom Pom 1, 2, 3. You had to get back and say, Pom Pom 1, 2, 3. It was a good game. you were safe. So it was Pom Pom 1, 2, 3 round your way, yeah? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Blocky, it was called, or 40. 40, oh, apparently. 40, 40, I think 40-40 is different. That was I a different think, game, yeah, was it? So, oh, OK. Yeah. What, what was 40-40? I can't think, but, um, you know. Um, not quite the same. We used to play a game called Seven Beats, says Simon the Arsenal fan. It was effectively headers and volleys, but if um, the keeper conceded seven in a row without catching it, everybody could beat him up yeah. for seven <laughs> seconds. <laughs> seven <laughs> seconds. Thrash. There was a lot of violence in those days. There was a lot. Maybe that's what 40-40 was. They were, 40 was, they know, were different had, times. You 40 seconds to get away, or you get 40 seconds of being beaten up. they didn't score? When it was your birthday, they would kind of form an arch, and you'd walk through it, and you'd get, like, punched. Yeah, punched. I mean, a proper, pu- yeah. proper seeing to, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, that real, would get... If you, if you had, if you'd had an haircut in my year, you'd get, haircut, and you'd get whacked on the yeah. head. Kids, you're yeah. like, you don't know how lucky you are. The level of violence, <laughs> the level of casual violence that we live with in, at that time. 
It was quite strange, isn't it? I'm going to start it was doing just, it. It was the norm. We all just, we all just took it. We thought, <laughs> oh, it's my birthday. I'm, I'm going to get, <laughs> get I'm going to have some big old nans. Stamps. Have my... you, you had new trainers on? Stamps. Stamps. Everyone would stamp on you. Think honestly. Yeah, right. Do you think right. if I started doing haircut around the talk spot office, I'd be in trouble? Do you think? Well, I think certainly if one of the management did. Yeah. Jim White. <laughs> certainly the senior management. If, if as we cross over between shows with Jim White and Simon Jordan, haircut. Whack. Suddenly you'd start with all, yeah, with all with someone's birthday. That'd be lovely. You wouldn't do that, Spencer. Oliver, though, would you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, when, when Spencer in, I can't come in. <laughs> no, I can't come in. Stamps is Spencer. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Paul Hawksby, Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport. Birthday spread in the uh, final hour of the show. Now, uh, Matt Ford is a busy man at the moment. Oh, he's always busy, one of the voices yeah. on uh, Spitting Image. He's uh, transferring to the West End, love. <laughs> he's got it all. Uh, but a successful podcast. Yeah. Not going quite too well for his football team, something we'll touch on now. Good afternoon, Matt. Oh, it was going so well. I was. Giving you the I big well build-up. The big build-up. And then we, met, fault, then we mentioned Forrest. But we'll come back to that. <laughs> Let's, we'll kick off with... Um, I mean, we spoke to you last year when you were uh, doing your political party shows um, in Westminster. But you are, yeah, you're moving to the West End. Yeah, to the Duchess Theatre. So nice. I've, been, I've been running this show at, at the other Palace Theatre for eight years. And then... Obviously, COVID just put paid to everything. So now we're bringing it back. I did a few nights at the Garrick. And I'm going to be at the Duchess every fortnight. So the first one's on the 27th of September with the Mayor of Manchester and Everton fan, Andy Burnham. Oh, yeah. Um, and then every fortnight from then on. And how does it work, Matt? You, you sit them down, you ask them the questions everyone wants to know. You do an impression of them or one of those impressions, the four impressions you can do. And then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just do them, Stuart Pearce, yeah. Ed Miliband and Alan Partridge. Exactly, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Just do them and then ask wind up for about <laughs> <laughs> And then is there a Q&A from the audience? How does the evening work? Yeah, so I do stand up at the start and I do, you know, a, a, a hilarious sideways look at the oh. fortnight in politics. Yeah. And then I get them up on stage for a, a, a kind of cheeky... I ask them serious questions, but I guess in a cheeky way. And then the audience can get involved towards the end as well. And uh, obviously I would say this. But it is a great night out. They're oh, yeah. really funny and really interesting people. And when you're asking them, particularly someone like Andy Byrne, who's currently in charge and has a lot of power, there's a lot of stuff you want to hear from him about. Yeah, I mean, if the diary columnist must love you because they get those little bit, those little tidbits. You know, you get a, a, a politician talking about stuff they wouldn't normally talk about. So, it's uh, yeah, the columnist must uh, love the stuff that you uh, you turn out. I'm sure. Yeah, and the, a lot of people think that having an audience there would make a politician climb up. But if you're being nice to them in front of an audience mm. and they're getting laughs, it makes them open up like yeah. no one's business. Mm. And if it's just like the interviews like this, if it's just us three chatting and you ask me something, I'm not keen on talking about it. And then it gets awkward. The pressure's on you as an interviewer to move on. But when you've got like 100 or a couple of hundred people there and they say, oh, yeah, I don't want to tell you what it was like in cabinet when Tony Blair was there. And you sort of go, come on. And a couple of hundred people go, oh, come on. It pushes them, actually. So mm. it, it, having a live audience makes them open up even more. Mm. Is that your way of saying you don't want to talk about Forrest? Yeah. <laughs> no comment. No comment, copper. You got stepping on me. <laughs> Putting it straight back on us because yeah. it's getting awkward. Um, so, yeah, you, you're kicking off then, uh, you said, uh, 27th of September and uh, with Andy Burnham. Fantastic. Yeah. And every couple of weeks, you say? Every fortnight. Nice. Um, 
Yeah, I'm basically like Celine Dion or Britney, you know. Oh, I've got no, a, yeah, I've got residence. Yeah. I mean, they always say that politi- like... politics is um, uh, entertainment and show business for ugly people, isn't it? That's what they say. Is that what so they that's say? One of the, one of the things. So is that, <laughs> what does that mean then? Is entertainment <laughs> politics for sexy people? Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly that. Now, spitting images back, isn't it? Um, and uh, you're, you're working on the show. When's that? Uh, that's back this week, isn't it? The first episode is on BritBox. On it drops is the new mm. word oh, yeah. for is revealed. You know, drops or lands. Uh, I don't. I don't know where it drops from or if it hurts <laughs> if it lands on you. But it, on Saturday, it it will be on BritBox. Excellent. Yes, a new series Fantastic. and every a new episode every Saturday for the next ten weeks. And how how, how do you do you do Matt in it? And also, I was I was always wondering. How, how does it get sort of divvied up the voices? Do do you all sit around a table and go, well, I can do I can do them, or I can have a go at them, and you all have a sort of audition in front of each other, or do you get booked just to do specific voices? That's a really good point. I just get told. I mean, I don't know if anyone else is like asking, but I just get told. So I do Donald Trump, Boris Johnson, Keir Starmer, Alex Salmond, Phil Foden. Do you? Wow. And I did Chris Whitty last week at very short notice. Obviously, the great thing is no one knows what he sounds yeah. like. So <laughs> do no anything one will know that. whether that's a good impression or not. But, um, yeah, I just got told I was doing those ones, really. And sometimes they'll say, oh, can you do... There must be other people that can't do certain voices because occasionally they'll say, oh, could you have a go at Phil Foden? I'll go, yeah, I'll have a go at Phil Foden. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's not like that. I mean, the, the writing of it, we all sit around and pitch ideas in the writing element, which I'm also part of. Mm. So say, oh, I've got an idea for a sketch and then you knock it round together and then you go away and write it up. And then, and then in the most, you know, most people's social anxiety is sitting around with friends and saying something they think is funny and it not getting a laugh. That people go home with like terrible anxiety about that. We then sit in a room. I've never worked on a show like this before. Your script gets put up on a big screen <laughs> and people go through it line by line and improve it and go, that doesn't make any sense. No, just delete all that. And you're like, oh my God. <laughs> it's like having your home, it's like your teacher reading out your homework and the whole yeah. class going, this guy is stupid. <laughs> well, depending on how big this story gets, uh, uh, next week, I believe Donald Trump is going to be uh, commentating on, on boxing. It's Evander Holyfield v- versus Vitor Belfort. They're fighting in Hollywood and they've got <laughs> Donald Trump in to wow. to commentate yeah. on, on the fight. And uh, I just wonder, maybe that'll get I me. Mean, I can't really imagine... How that would pan yeah. out. And who's this walking well, down the street? It's a great, great start yeah. to the fight. But I, I don't know when they're going to bring out the chair. That's my favourite bit when they put the chair when they hit each other. My favourite boxer, by the way, was Big Duty. Was a great, great British boxer. <laughs> but I, I like it when they jump off the top rope. They're not doing that too much tonight. But <laughs> I prefer it when they do that. And then they, they talk to each other a lot, by the way, in boxing. Boxing is a beautiful sport. But I, I don't like it when they... The referees, they let them get away with too much, I think. But they, yeah. they, oh, I prefer great. when they suplex each other. And by the way, yeah. I was the best boxer there's ever been. I could have been a boxer, everybody says that. <laughs> Very good, Matt. Very good. You two are losers, by the way. You're part of the fake news media. <laughs> the time has come. Well, um, Hooksby yeah. and Chris Booker, they're <laughs> losers. Yeah. Wow. The time has come uh, finally to talk, uh, Forrest, and uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Chris Hewton. He's up against it at the moment. It's just the single point so far. Yeah, you, it's not great, you, is it? You're confident you can turn it round? Well, I think Nottingham first. Uh, <laughs> what a bailout. What a bailout. <laughs> they won the Champions Division seven years on the tread, and everybody knows this. Everybody knows this. With Bobby Clough, who was a great, great 
football man. <laughs> and we're very good at cricket, by the way, and I do know that. Uh, well, with Forrest, obviously, the problem is, I think every time we talk, it's always what yeah, a terrible it's not start going well, you've had. Yeah. And I think we could have had that conversation every year for 22 years. Mm, yeah. And it would be the same conversation every time. So yeah. the thing is, if, you know what's mad about Forrest is Chris Hooten, obviously, is a very talented manager who gets clubs promoted to yeah. the Premier League. Our owner is Mr. Maranakis, who owns Olympiacos, who's invested in the club. Somewhere, something hasn't quite yet gone right, but it feels like the pieces are slowly falling into place. Mm. With Forrest, it feels like it's a matter of time, but obviously... I've been saying that since 1999. Yeah, you always travel in hope. I know you, Matt. And for every season, Matt's full of optimism, a very optimistic yeah. person. Um, and it just hasn't quite happened yet. You just have to relive that Luke Shaw goal one more time, oh. Matt, which I know you go over and over again in your head. Oh. And when you're feeling low, you just go over the, the Luke Shaw goal in the final. Really? That has replaced... Well, not, has, nothing will replace Stuart Pearce's penalty against Spain from like most YouTube from my... I mean, I watched I watched the Stuart Pearce penalty against Spain, I would say, probably still three times a week. <laughs> I just sort of absentmindedly find myself watching it. I think it's the most uplifting thing you can watch. But Luke Shaw's goal. I mean, I would cry during those England games. Yeah. When we, I remember crying against Germany when we were 2-0 up in, in the sort of last minutes. And that, about an hour into the Italy game, I was just sort of weeping. Because it was so close. Yeah. We'd never been that far. Be- Our generation's never been that far before. Yeah. It, it was almost like, you know, when people say, when Neil Armstrong said he looked back at the earth and all his problems seemed so small. Well, f- from the back of Wembley, looking down at England, 1-0 up, I just thought, this puts life into perspective. <laughs> this is one of the most wonderful... From now on, yeah. my life will be different. I'll have always seen us... Well, at that point, I thought we were going to win it. Mm. But you, just to feel that, to, even to get that close was just so special. And I think in time, we will eulogise it in the same way that we do semi-final defeats, like 90 and 96. And I think hopefully we'll go on to win something. I really think we will. Yeah. But That'll I think make... that, that summer will, 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 will take on a very, very special place mm, in, yeah. in English hearts. Remember that, all those people lined up and giving the manager a kicking today. <laughs> um, uh, good. <laughs> What is people's problem? It's insane. You know, sometimes you think, well, you know, people just have a different perspective and isn't that wonderful? And then you hear the way some people talk about football and it's like they've been watching a different sport. (laughs) It's a game of... It's a game it's of mad. opinions, John. It's a game of opinions. So, um, <laughs> Matt, Matt, good to talk to you. Um, Matt Ford, Always, Matt, pleasure. MattFord.com is the place to go for the political party uh, tickets. And we'll catch up with you soon. Thanks a lot. See you soon, fellas. Cheers. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Now, Charlie, let me invite you and indeed our listeners to kickstart their autumn. Oh. Even though it's about 70 odd degrees know, outside. I'm out talking in the, the old money, of course. <laughs> Feels like July. <laughs> With the, I still talk in the old money. Uh, I don't know in terms of temperatures. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, just, yeah do, uh, Mrs. Yeah. gives me a feel feel. She says she, she does know, but she'll say I don't know what that means. Oh, what does that mean? Now. What does seventy no, mean? I, I, like she's a like right. she's a kid or something. <laughs> she knows what it means. Uh, anyway, kickstart your autumn with the Talk Sports Shop sale. It's up to eighty percent off selected items, but be quick before they all go, Charlie. Be what's, quick. what's on offer? 
wrap up with our discounted bundles or settle in with a TalkSport mug and TalkSport latest book, The Top 5 of Almost Everything. Yeah, that's yeah, right. You'll be, be lovely, sitting there it? reading your book. Having a cup of tea with, with your, your book. There we are. Possibly with a bobble out on. But Top that's a bit 5 mugs of all yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. TalkSport mug. Um, whatever the score is, head to TalkSport.com forward slash shop and own the game. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah. Now, talking... I reckon of... the TalkSport mug might be one you give... When you have builders in, or you have uh, tradespeople in, yeah, I'll, I'll often give them the Easter egg mug, Paul. That's what they'll get. If I'm making them a cup of tea, they'll mm-hmm. get the Easter egg mug. Is that what you give them? One you got? I always in case think, they drop it. I always think builders must think everybody has really rubbish mugs. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, in doing that, though, Charlie, you're, 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 why bring a tradesperson in that you don't trust to hold a mug properly? <laughs> yeah. you're, you're quite prepared to have them yeah. basically He's build doing you the window. a 50 grand extension. <laughs> but I don't trust you to want one of my best mugs. So I'll give you the I one I got for a pound with an Easter why. egg in it. It's just habit. I don't know why they get the, like, the crunchy mug You think they've got... Grubby lips, many of them. They could buy and sell, most of us, builders, couldn't they? It's a shame. Exactly, really? exactly. I, I, I've learnt my lesson now, Paul. You've shown yeah. me the error of my ways. One of the great joys. If in you get, future, I will get the best China out. If you get somebody and you know, I know uh, Chippy, who's a big West Ham fan, so oh, always yeah. oh. take the missus, give him the to- give him one of the Tottenham mugs. Yeah, what a lovely bit of business that is. One drink out of it. Just not, to- not that, thank you. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, talking of bundles, we mentioned bundles earlier on, and we were just talking about the level of violence involved in most playground <laughs> games. This is off a, a mum in Milton Keynes whose uh, kids, uh, police told her off and her kids for drawing out a hopscotch, uh, a pit, I'm calling yeah, it a, a pitch, shame. Uh, on the pavement, which uh, it does seem a bit much. So you've been reliving some of the old games you played. Yeah. Mossy, the Leeds fan, says, um, we used to play Grady where we used the curb grates on opposite sides of the road as goals and a tennis ball for our version of football. Great for working on touch and finishing, yeah. but you always had the threat of being run over by a car. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was the constant cry of, Car! Car! Yeah, we used to have, we used to have that when we used to play like up against the garage wall. There was that was in the street. I mean, you know, car. Kid, kids don't do it. It wasn't clever. You were talking earlier on about people going to school on their birthday, and there'd be like a tunnel of people, and as yeah. they went through the tunnel, they'd get like a dead arm or yeah. whatever, a Chinese burn or whatever on their arm, you mm. know, but that sort of thing. Look, the term for getting beats on your birthday is called the tunnel of death. Oh, is it really? Tunnel of death. Yeah. used to be horrible on your birthday. There we are. So that was uh, yeah, CJ sent us that Thank in. Thank you, so, yeah. uh, um, What else have we got here? Now, this is a story we'll have to dance carefully around, but it's quite good. Yeah. John, who's in London, he didn't narrow that down a bit, he tells us, my best <laughs> friend went to his future wife's parents at home to meet them. This is the Deontay Wilder story of him saying any of his daughter's future boyfriends would have to go three rounds with him. Uh, to prove they can protect them when they, they go out, which is a bit scary for a first date. we a bit a bit much, wouldn't it? Deontay's there, hand you a pair of gloves. Instead of a doorbell, he has a ding-ding. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been telling us about those first meetings. So, yeah, my best friend went to his future parents' home to meet them. Um, while they were all happily chatting in the lounge, my mate felt, let's just say he had some excess stomach okay. gas uh, <laughs> while he was sitting there. And he held it uh, as long as he could um, and then thought he had a bit of a stroke of luck because both the parents and wife uh, left the room to check on dinner he thought no more of it and basically in a sort of it's always quite chaucer like stuck his backside out of the patio <laughs> doors bath, to free it? himself of this discomfort of course. Uh, which he which he did on doing so he heard a snigger only to turn round and see both the parents had actually gone out via the kitchen into the garden oh, no. so really nice said his future father-in-law <laughs> as he walked past <laughs> okay. well if you can get over that particular hump then you can get over any 
anything with the in-laws. Breaks can't the you? ice, doesn't it? Oh, well, well it broke <laughs> the windows. Depends what you've eaten. Yeah. So um, keep those are. coming. Another very violent game from Wales. Yeah, John tells Join the crew. Join yeah. the crew. So we yeah. run across an open section of land and start with one person in the middle, tries to catch up as they run across, and then you basically steam into each other and, and say, join the crew. Oh, that's, be- that's, um, that's, that's Bulldog, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's British that's Bulldog, British isn't it? British Bulldog, yeah, yeah. Bulldog. Yeah, yeah. Join the crew, it was known as in Wales. Sounds a bit more sinister, join the crew. It does a bit, doesn't it? Anyway, so tell us about some of the lost childhood games that you played. Curbsies we've had, haven't we, earlier on? Exactly. Um, More aggressive than And uh, some of those other um, quite frightening first date dads that that maybe you've encountered. AA van, Paul, did you ever play that? See an AA van, first person to say AA van gets to punch the other one in the arm. Did you ever play that? No, that's that's weird. (laughs) Did you invent that? No, no. <laughs> something we used to do. Was it something that the, up. the RAC started, van. <laughs> started to promote? AA van, what? Imagine someone at Green Flag. So let's get kids playing. be bad publicity for the other lot. Real bad vibe yeah. towards yeah. AA That's vans. Right. Yeah. Kids were big brews. I've yeah. not known. Have, have you played AA van? Uh, oh, it was a poet. Let us know. Talksport.com, text Dutch 81089, tweet TSH&J. The moose is up next. Um, I'm sure. I'm He'll sure he found him. Yeah, sure, he yeah. found himself going through the tunnel of death at school <laughs> on his birthday. Stop it! Stop it! Happy birthday! You can hear him now. Pair of shorts, little blazer, looking like <laughs> Angus from ACDC, but not looking any different. No different at all. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. It's time then for the birthday spread, that point of the show where Andy Jacobs uh, brings us 10 birthdays, people's birthdays, we've celebrated them this week, mm-hmm. not necessarily today. It'll have a little gag, a top gag uh, attached to each one of them. It'll bring us to bring a bit of level, levity to proceedings because ultimately it's a, a contest between myself and Charlie to try and guess how old these people are. And there, a margin of error will build, of course, with the years that we are out mm. as we guess these birthdays. And the yeah. one with the shortest margin of error, the one that correctly guesses the birthdays uh, with the shortest amount of years, is the winner. I'll go very wrong very quickly, I've discovered, Paul. Uh, Andy Jacobs joins us now. Good afternoon, Andy. Uh, good afternoon, boys. And uh, Charlie was worried last night that he'd get too involved in the comedy, but I told him there's no need to worry about it. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen this I've week. I've seen this week's names. Yes. <laughs> now, we, there was a bit of drama bit, uh, backstage, yeah. as uh, Jeff Peters uh, said to me a few yes. minutes ago, I don't think I can do this. Oh. I'm, I'm a, um, so he's not in his nerve centre today, okay. uh, the, our official scorer. He's at baggage reclaim at East Midlands Airport, I believe. Wow. And, um, <laughs> and the glamour. And so here he is now. He's going to have to do maths. Are you going to, you're going to just watch your case go round and round while everybody else is gone. You're going to have like a sniffer dog. There's going to be a controlled explosion on his case at about 10 to 4. There's nothing he can do about it. So that's not good. Uh, yeah, good afternoon. Yeah, I'm, I'm at Birmingham uh, Airport uh, baggage reclaim. Normally oh. they come, the banks come through really quickly here, but. Um, yeah, and then I uh, couldn't get me Skype to work on the oh, Mac, so we're, just, right. we're, we're holding it together. It's, it's very, oh, I can see my case now. Oh, okay, um, well, that's okay. good. That's yeah. good. You can yeah. relax that's, now. That's, that's, that's a good sign. You can and, relax. Uh, that leopard skin right. thong is just poking out of the side of it. <laughs> just so he knows <laughs> it's his. <laughs> Poor lad. <laughs> anyway. It's an open and shut case. Pele. Get well soon, Pele. But he's always here to help oh, us out when uh, when we play this. Uh, Jeff, that put me right. Should I start start this or should uh, Charlie start this week? Do you know? Um, I'll be honest, I'm a bit lost. Um, but you won last week, Paul. Yes. Uh, it's Desmond between you. It's 2-2. Two, two. So, um, uh, I, I think, yeah, you, you start, oh, Start. Okay, here we go then. Here First go. birthday then, Andy. 
Yes, very happy birthday to the fine actor who played Luther for nine years, Idris Elba, Idris Elba. And a few years ago, I was very friendly with Idris and the late great Villa player, Oscar Arce. It was amazing that from behind, they looked almost identical. I could never tell my Oscar from my Idris. Oh, Oh, really? Clever. Got us out of trouble. Pull back and reveal. On the school run. Good work. Um, uh, Idris Elba, younger, um, uh, um, I think probably older than he looks is what I mean. What's Idris then? 40... I don't know, maybe not. Um, 49, Andy, what do you think? I think he's a bit older. A bit older I'm going to say that. 53. Oh, good start for Charlie. He's 54. Oh, bang. He's in good nick, and he's in good nick. Stuff. So, Jeff, what that, what's that done to the scores? Uh, Paul, direct hit for you. Charlie, four out, so it's uh, Paul, zero. Charlie, four. No, 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 the no, other, no I think no, it was the no, other no, way round. No, it no, wasn't no, a direct was one, hit. I was one he out. He was one out. We're going to have to keep oh, score God. for the score. We're going to be here for hours. <laughs> I mean, that's hopeless. Yeah, so <laughs> terrible. Char- Charlie was one out. And you um, were... Five, I thought I, I thought Charlie said he, Charlie said fifty three and Paul I was, you said forty nine. Uh, I, I did. I said 50, and he was yeah, and he was fifty four. Yeah, it's, it's, it's no, me I, Nan well, scoring. According according, according <laughs> to we got Andy a baggage handler that can do it. <laughs> yeah, do you know anybody you can do? see if they can get that sniffer dog to do it for us? <laughs> so what, Charlie? You're keeping score. What was it? It was I was four. I was five. Out, Jeff's now it? claiming that Idris Elba is forty nine. It's five. It's it's five one. Okay, Corner is he's fifty. Oh no, he's forty nine. Sorry, no, he is forty nine. <laughs> oh, oh, Andy, oh, oh, sorry, I couldn't read my own. I'll cut it out too. <laughs> this is unbelievable. This is amateur. Give with one hand, take away with the other. Sorry, Jeff. Can we apologise? Yeah, we didn't know. Is <laughs> Andy being an idiot <laughs> today? Okay. <laughs> right. So, so, so Paul. Yeah, there we are. Four nil. What about? Sorry, I beg your pardon. I'll I'll concentrate. Yeah, that'll be Andy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, one of my favourite actors and comedians, the brilliant Bob Newhart. Oh, yeah, Bob Newhart. lovely, yeah. And he's just taken on, as he's just been taken on, even at his age, as a coach by Sadio Mane, Wilf Zaha and Jack Grealish. They've all bought his famous record, The Diving Instructor. Oh, oh lovely You mean stuff. you just trip up and fall over without <laughs> contact walk? Here we are. It's one for the teenagers. He's in, he's in Elf. He is in Elf. Yeah, he is in Elf, yeah. How old is he? Quick. 86. 93, I'm going to go for... What is he, Andy? 92, oh, that's correct. Oh, very so, good, Jeff, Paul. I will so trust you. What's game. that done? On the basis they are the right ages, what's that done to the scores? Uh, it's oh. all one. <laughs> Somebody just flushed the loo. <laughs> I think he hit one of those bins, those metal bins. <laughs> Paul one, Charlie what? Sorry. Six one is. Six uh, one. Okay, Charlie's is... on ten. Um, and Paul, you're on one. This is carnage. OK, I'm next. Keep going. Okay, it's the singer-songwriter Macy Gray. Macy oh, Gray. Macy I used to share, uh, share a house with Macy when we were both students. She was always getting locked out. I don't know what it was about keys and grey. <laughs> hey, <laughs> what's Macy Gray now? Um, what do you think she is? Forty-seven. I'm going Macy Gray. You think she's quite old because she tries to walk away and then she stumbles. She's um, done. Well, she's had a fall. <laughs> she had a fall, didn't she? <laughs> Poor Macy. Fifty-two. <laughs> 54. Oh, Jeff, what's that down to the scores? 
Uh, Paul is seven out. Charlie is two out. It's Paul eight. Charlie twelve. Oh, good game. Okay, yeah, it's going to be a one. close game. This because a lot of these you'll know. There's only oh, about okay. three that you don't know this week. Okay, it's the famous singer uh, Michael Bublé. Oh, Michael Bublé. Oh, and uh, Michael's just bought a glass manufacturing uh, factory near Upton Park. Really? A friend of mine who got a job there was complaining about the very long hours. Said to me, "I'm forever blowing Bublés." Yeah, <laughs> kept it clean. It. Yeah, we kept it clean. Could have gone in a very different direction. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, yeah he's around my age. <clears throat> so twenty, um, no, uh, I think he's yeah. 40, 46. 48, I'm going to go... Uh, 46, he is exactly 46. Oh, bang. So, Fantastic. Jeff, what's that done? Obviously, Charlie's not changed. He's on 12, but what's it What's it done to me, Charlie? Yeah, Man. direct hit for Charlie. Oh. Uh, Paul, you're two out, so it's Paul 10, Charlie 12. Very good game. We're going oh, to half-time then, just one more to go. Okay, Andy. coming to half-time with the news presenter and triathlon runner. We interviewed her a couple of years back, Louise Minchin. Oh, Louise oh, Minchin. Yeah, yeah. Like, She's yeah. always looking for ways to maximise her finances and come up with... She came up with the idea of being paid in South African rand to take advantage of the exchange rate. It wasn't much, but she felt it was worth it because money's too tight to minch it. <laughs> Dear me. God. Dear me. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> Don't mention the war. Yeah, yeah. nice. No, could have gone down that, that road, yeah. No, I could have done, yes. One of the great. That was a great one. <laughs> even, even, there he goes. Even as his luggage goes around the carousel, he could appreciate that. 40, 47, I'm going to go for. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to think. Um, yeah, I think he's a little bit older than that. I'm going to say 48. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> she's 53. Oh, so that's all, that, all those triathlons kept yeah, her looking young. There we go. What's that done to the scores as we go into half time, mm. Jeff? Yeah, well, at the halfway stage, you know, as I was just about to head through customs while during the uh, the advert break, <laughs> um, it is it is Paul 16, Charlie 17, and if you don't hear from me afterwards, um, then, well. Yeah. Well, hopefully if we, hear, from if we hear the snap of a rubber glove, we'll get someone to take over. Or maybe not. It would be a radio first. It would be a radio first as we heard these things. What's the score, Jeff? Anyway, we move on. Half time. Back very shortly. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Just very quickly, it's the story. I once went out with a girl and her dad maybe put on a full dog training bite suit and stand in the garden while a massive Rottweiler was put, set on me and wrestled me to the ground. A petrified experience. The oh, relationship Jake. didn't last, says Jake. Yeah, Jake, thank you for Jake. that. Come That's on, it's a, a cup of tea, son. It's a bit of a shock. play with the dog in the back garden. Anyway, uh, the birthday spread, delicately poised, cumulatively over the five birthdays. I've been 16 years out in my guesses. Uh, Charlie has been 17. All to play for. Here's Pele. Here he is. Oh, um, he is. Andy's back. Um, Jeff's, uh, you're through customs. No full body search, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, I'm just... I'm through. I've just... I'd gone to the coffee shop to order a, order a brew, so oh, we're, all they, we're all good. He did ask if he could have one, but they said they were busy, I think, so <laughs> got better things to do. OK, take it away, Andy. OK, it's the singer Pink. Oh, yeah, Pink, Pink yeah. Yes, we were watching Snooker at the Crucible oh, with oh, the okay, yeah. former Palace legend, <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, Jim Lovely. Cannon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they had a huge bust-up. He refused to speak to her. Cannon went off the Pink. Thank you. <laughs> nice. Okay. Nice. What's Harold's is it, Pink? Is it me? It's you, Charlie, yeah. Harold's I'm going to say she's 44. Pink 44? That's what I'm going to go for. OK, Paul. I'm going to go Pink 47. A pink 42. Oh, okay. Um, so what's what's that done to the scores, Jeff? 
Uh, Paul, you are five out. Charlie, two out. Bit of a turnaround. It's 21 to Paul, just 19 to Charlie. Very really game. tight game. Six Ooh, gone. Tight game. I, I thought it'd be first. tight today. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's uh, the co-creator of Spitting Image, Roger Law. Mm, Roger yeah. Law. Well, I'm glad it wasn't the other one because I do worry about the, <laughs> yeah, the, exactly. the joke. Yeah, I wonder about the joke might have been. Look him up, kids. Very true. Yes, Roger we had Law. a massive argument recently about who actually created Spitting Image. It got physical and one of us took a right pasting and it wasn't him. I thought the law and the law won. And the law won, oh, yeah. Lovely, yeah. What's Roger Law? A huge beard. Um, huge beard, I'd yes. say he's got to be about 76. Mm, what do you think, John? Go go younger than that, I was going to okay. go. I was going to go. I'm going to go the 72. Uh, 80, actually. Oh, right. yeah. wow. Good. Good team. Well, so, Jeff, where are we at with that one? How many was I? Well, uh, it's flip-flopping. Paul, you're four out. Charlie, eight out. So, Paul, back in the lead, 25 to 27. 27. Okay. Fantastic. And here come, the, here come the three that you don't know. I don't know as you do. Uh, the cartoonist Robert Crumb. Robert Crumb. Yeah. And uh, I was very grateful to Robert and his family for supporting us while I was out of work. We were living off crumbs. <laughs> uh, Robert Crumb, Charlie. Crumb. I mean, this is you. Well, what do you I, think? I think he was an, a cartoonist in the sixties. Okay, He's, but I might be completely wrong here. Mm. So this could be the this could be the one that does me in. Yeah, I'm gonna say seventy-two. Do you know, I go a bit higher than that. I don't oh, know why. Right. I just, I don't know, he sounds is like... He a, 60s, <clears throat> is he a 60s? I don't know. Yeah, no. I don't know him. I'm, I just think he's about 83, Andy. He's 78. Ooh! Oh, I think this, wow. this, we both did all right there, uh, Jeff. Just confirm that. What happened? Five out, Paul. Six out, Charlie. 30 to Paul. 33 to Charlie. Three in it. What a game. Um, OK, okay. I'm, up, I'm up next. Okay, birthday number nine. Very happy birthday to Gerald Corbett, uh, the chairman of Segro Property Investment, and uh, who cares? And Britvic from 2005 to 17. Mm. Gerald chairman. Corbett, though uh, during lockdown yeah. he didn't shave or cut his hair, and he spent hours devising a puppet show for his family. Yes, it was Harry Corbett and Sut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gerald yeah. Corbett, yeah, Gerald he's got Corbett, him, a certain Corbett. amount of infamy at one point, didn't he? Um, mm. He's probably got to be about 82. Mm. What do you think, Charlie? I'm going to say 85. Ooh. He's 70. He's 70. 70. Wow. Yeah. I went the wrong way. Sorry, Jerry, if you're oh. listening. A few <laughs> bottles of Britvic wouldn't go amiss. So, um, what, what's that oh, done wow. to the scores, Jeff? Uh, Paul, Paul, you're 12 out. Charlie, 15 out. It's 42, Paul. Charlie, 48. Six in it, one to go. But we're, we're very tight and exciting. Mm. OK, I'll go very first tight. then as I'm uh, okay, in the lead. Yeah, but sure. little, isn't it? Here we go, Andy. OK, uh, the final birthday of the, of the day is the painter, including portraits of the royal family, mm. Brian Organ. Brian Organ. <laughs> Where's this guy? Good luck, everyone. Strap yes. well, <laughs> yourselves in. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's school, school run time. Yeah. He does very good work in hospitals, supplying uh, Greek food to transplant patients. He's an organ donor. Oh, cool. Blimey. Um, what does... Um, keep it light. What does... What, what did Brian do again? It could have been worse. What did, what did Brian, Brian do? Brian Organ. Painter. Painter. He could do it. Yeah, OK. Brian Organ, the painter. OK. Um, do you know who he is, Charlie? Brian no, Organ? I don't. No, I'm just... I just try and think of how old... I've got a clue. I'm just going to go 85, wow. Charlie. 85, wow. and that's very little, in it? Brian Organ, 85. OK, well, I'll go... 78. Wow. 
Tremendous guessing from both of you today, but uh, Paul was brilliant there. Brian Organ is 86. Oh, very good. I had to go one way or the other, Paul. Yeah, you did, didn't I? And I thought it might have been. So even my maths can work out. Paul. I finish on 43, but what does Charlie finish on, Jeff? Charlie finishes on 56. It's back-to-back wins for Paul, who's back in form. So it's Paul 3, Charlie 2, in this brand-new, rebooted, relaunched birthday spread. Yes, and Max will be listening (laughs) to this on the podcast later on. Well, this rebooted in the it's sense new people. It's, it's, it's new in the sense that Andy doesn't know how old anybody is and Jeff's, Jeff's doing it from an airport some would say it's worse format. some people think it's worse but you know like the hundred more people are getting involved so well I thought that went rather well yeah. so um, well done of course you did thank you uh, Jeff and will you back in the nerve centre next week yep uh, back in East Midlands Nerve Centre, absolutely. Yeah. Marvellous. Just and talking it, to you then, boys. Brilliant. Uh, Andy, I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks very much. See you tomorrow, lovely. Uh, Andy Jacobs back for the Clips of the Week and all that. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. Uh, thank you, Charlie. You're back on Tuesday. Back on Tuesday with you. Saturday morning with Max. Yes, Live good. from Australia. Excellent. 9 till 11, game day warm-up. Brilliant. Okay, Andy with me tomorrow. Clips of the Week and all that. If you can join us from one, great. If not, podcasts available around 4.30. You've been listening to the Hawksby Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.